Good evening, it's January 2nd, 2020. Uh, we're here at the Long Run at 2452 Southern Avenue. We're the Dead Hand the Engineer. I'm Patrick. I'm Ethan. And uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at deadhead.engineer865. And tomorrow on Spotify when uh, Mr. Coffee gets it uploaded to, or I guess tonight, whenever. But it'll be on there tomorrow. Uh, so check us out on Spotify. Here at the Bliss Home Corner at Troopers Library, Season 2, Episode 1. Made it to Season 2. We made it to Season 2, man. We're moving up in the world. Um, I thought we were going to just continue on with Episode 45, but... Uh, we're kind of a, yeah, it's a new season. So, um, happy new year and all that sort of good stuff. It seems like we haven't been together in a, in a while. You were away at the beginning of the week. We were off last weekend. <coughs> Feels like it's been a long time. It has, it does feel like it's been a while. And so, uh, like I said, season two, episode one, um, there wasn't a whole lot to choose from today in the world of the Grateful Dead. Uh, there was a show in 1970 at uh, Fillmore East in New York City. And I went with um, January 1st, or excuse me, January 2nd, 1972, from the Winterland Arena in San Francisco, California. Um, and since it wasn't a whole lot to go with, it's uh, kind of a pretty decent show, but there wasn't a whole lot of, in some of those early 1970s shows, not a whole lot of jamming going on. And so uh, it was good, uh, nothing all that exceptional um nice truck and opener which i think dead and company opened up with truck and i don't know a couple whatever a week ago when they were in los angeles and so um check it out it's uh probably, I, don't, I honestly don't have much to say about it which is <laughs> uh, which is uh different something different for me normally i have a lot to say but uh check it out one two 1972 from the winterland arena uh, in San Francisco, California. Uh, we are sponsored here tonight by, I'm going to pronounce it incorrectly. Apogee. 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 Okay. Apogee. Yes. Um, fitness and training, you can find them on www.aftfit.com. And we will get to Gabriel Love, who is the personal trainer and owner of Apogee Fitness and Training here shortly. Uh, but to start off the new year, what's on tap, bud? Well, uh, now that I'm, uh, the Christmas, New Year's season is over, back from, back from Key West, and uh, have to turn over a new leaf for the new year, Right. I'm, I'm going with um, the Slightly Mighty Dogfish Head, because it's a, it's a light beer, but it still tastes good. So. And it was, uh, I, I saw Julia's post earlier, it's $3, I think, if you want to come in, and we, we got the game muted in the background. Uh, Tennessee playing IU in the Tax Slayer Bowl. We normally don't talk football, so we'll probably end it at that. Um, but the game is on, and it's three dollars on tap. My parents both went to IU, so. Oh well, there so you I go. Got, I got dog in the fight. So uh, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, they have a great cross country course. Um, so I don't. I mean, I guess I got, I got a dog in the fight too, but I really don't care much. <laughs> so uh, hence the reason why we're sitting here with Gabe. Uh, watching the football on mute. And so, um, man, there's been a lot going on over the last, like, two weeks. Obviously, we don't need to rehash Christmas, although one day we'll set up the bougie equipment uh, and have the fancy microphones and all that sort of stuff if uh, that UT degree can actually figure it out. I don't know if it'll, <laughs> I don't know if it'll work for me. But you've been uh, playing down in the Keys for a couple of days. 
taking some scalps in the New Year's uh, Day five or New Year's Eve, I guess. So, uh, it was actually chance. New Year's Eve Eve. Eve Eve. Okay. It was, it was the thirtieth. Okay, uh, right on. Yeah, six six p.m. Yep. Um, down in down in Florida, uh, Key West. It actually started kind of on on the border of Key West and headed into Stock Island. I think they didn't want to uh, interrupt too much traffic down in, in <laughs> Key West proper. Um, yes, it was it was. Tough for me because it's 80 degrees and I've right. been out. I've been out imbibing <laughs> most of the day. Um, and uh, there was a couple, a couple younger kids came up to me before the race and asked me how fast I asked me for my P- PR first. Really? And so I, I was like, well, you know, I ran 14:53, but that was like, you know, 15 years ago. And he was like, so you're like 50 years old? Oh man. <laughs> Well, he was like, "You're like 50 years old, and you're still gonna run super fast." I was like, "Well, yeah, sure, okay." Fast enough to spank your little uh, teenage uh, so, tail. So he's like, "Well, I think I, I just ran a 16:20, so I think I think we can run together." I was like, "Yeah, sure, maybe." And then and his little buddy asked me, uh, "Who's actually his?" He, so he's from Michigan. His little buddy was from uh, uh, Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Which oh, is right, okay. Right close to where I used to live. So, right on. Uh, Asked me, you know, my my strategy for the race, and you know, my real strategy was I'm basically just trying to run as hard as I can and not throw up. <laughs> right. uh, so the first mile was a little quick. Things are at five twelve, um, and the Ooh. and the and the high schooler was right there with me, Dang. and uh, but I dropped him pretty much right after the mile, and Catch even though even though bank. I slowed down a lot, I, mean, I think we went five thirty five thirty for the for the next two and. Ooh. Ended up with about a 1642, 1643, no big deal. Uh, no big deal, uh, you know. Uh, so, yeah, it was fun. If you're ever down in Key West, uh, New Year's Eve Eve, check it out. It's the Illuminate 5K, and they gave us all uh, uh, sparkly lights to wear and stuff. So, yeah, it was fun. Well, I guess the next time we'll be down there, we'll uh, hopefully be taking some more scalps when we're down uh, for the relay. May. The, the Keys 100 Miler. <laughs> yep, 100 Miler. And so um, <clears throat> that should be fun. Uh, locally, uh, you know, obviously you guys missed out because you were, you know, uh, away on holiday for a couple of days. But uh, Calhoun's uh, New Year's Day 5K was yesterday. Um, and so I was there, witnessed it. Gina Rouse. Um, crushed it. Crushed it. Uh, I mean, I don't know if there's any really other way to describe it. Uh, put the hammer down <clears throat> 16.30 and change or something like that. Outright win. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw I saw a video, I guess uh, Bobby Bobby posted yeah. of of her and Stu duking out at the turnaround. And I didn't know if there was anyone in front of them or that was the front of the race. I was like, man, it looks like Gina might have won this race straight out. And she did. So. She, uh, she hammered it. Um... um Nick Morgan was up there banging it out a little bit. Mike D was up there banging it out a little bit. Um, but Gina uh, took him out to the woodshed. and scalps. Yep. And so um, she's obviously prepping for the Olympic trials. So I think I saw her trot off. She had some work to do after. Um, but it was a pretty nice morning. Uh, it was a little chilly. Uh, the big dog and I ran down there from his house. Um, and uh, then, um, yeah, just kind of spectated and hung out for a little bit. And um, but yeah, it was a nice morning on uh, Nalen Drive. It, it, my initial thoughts, I'm like, 
holy hell, this has got to be a short course today. I'm like, you know, uh, Jonesy and I were joking that, well, we'll have to ask Ethan where the cone, you know, where the cone goes. But, you know, it sounds like everybody's GPS picked up just about the same uh, mileage. And so, um, obviously, you know, Gina led kind of an onslaught. There was a lot of uh, girls ran really well yesterday, uh, or whatever, two days ago. Um, taking it, taking it to the house on uh, against some of the some of the men in yeah, town. Yeah. Um, I will say my race was not cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's my excuse. That well, uh, yeah. Uh, you're sco- scoping out the scene for when we're down there in May. Yep. And uh, getting a good workout in, if nothing else, and uh, you know, a lot of a lot of curls, a lot of uh, whatever kind of curls you were working on all day. Uh, leading up to the event, so, um, anyway, we'll get to, uh, I don't think we got much else, is there any in-house notes that we need to, long run stuff? Uh, yeah, we still got, um, the, uh, the on-shoe demo is on January 15th over at, uh, Orange Theory. Right on. Uh, Bearden, that's going to be going up in the morning classes, um, and then January 26th, we've got Yoga with the Bulldogs here and that's I think that's going to be a really cool event that's uh, uh that's my 40th birthday actually January well, 26th why don't you and come I, do some yoga with the bulldogs play around with some bulldogs on my 40th birthday <laughs> and that's uh, a that's a $20 uh, donation to the Smoky Mountain Bulldog Rescue okay and you can sign up on their on their webpage cool uh, um and then, maybe we'll try to get that link uh we'll get yeah, the link sure. somewhere yeah, tomorrow we'll, we'll do what yeah. we can with yeah. the, with yeah. the internet. <laughs> with the internet. Yeah. Uh, and then February 15th, <coughs> we're hosting the Covenant Health Knoxville Marathon training run. Cool. And that's going to be kind of, I guess, the week before Whitestone. Okay. So I think they've got a 20-miler on tap for the marathoners and 10 miles for the half marathoners, something like that. Okay, so. sweet. So you'll have to you'll have to do some designing, figure out course, yeah. course management, which from here, I mean, obviously shouldn't be too difficult. So that's February 15th. Yeah, so that's a ways away, and so that'll be cool. Uh, so yeah, we just figured out most people's uh, month, month and a half, there you go. Or six weeks or whatever. Um, and so we're gonna get to Gabriel Love, uh, the Apogee Fitness and Training. Again, you can find him at aftfit.com. Uh, Gabe is a 2014 uh, Farragut grad, yeah, it's right? 2014, yeah. Um, and so Apogee Fitness and Training was founded in 2019, so very recently, uh, with our vision being more than just scratching the surface. Our goal is to provide our customers and clients with tools and education to attain the best results. We are founded on a passion of trying to help as many people as possible. We believe that our programs should be offered at a fair price for a one-time purchase that lasts a lifetime with access to new fitness information on a regular basis. Our goal as a company is to make fitness simple and possible for everyone. Fitness makes a big impact in all aspects of life, and we want to be a part of that lifestyle change. Um, so there's a lot going on there, Gabe. Uh, so Gabe, welcome to the Death and the Engineers. Good to have you here. Thank you. I appreciate you all having me. Um, Knoxville, born and, bre- uh, born and bred, your fair get guy, like we said, uh, graduated in 2014, so we, I, I talked some smack earlier about, uh, and some of, I'm not a West grad, but I teach and coach over at West, and so we, we butt heads with fair get pretty often, um, but you grew up uh, playing law sports, obviously, over at Farragut High School. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, my main 
sport was lacrosse. Um, I actually took that and went to LMU. Right on. But, uh, you know, that was you know, my backstory and everything. It's just something that I ended up leaving. Didn't materialize? Yeah, it didn't yeah. materialize. Um, so the thing, you know, I, and I think I told Ethan and Julia this just earlier um, th- this evening, what, I think it was WBR, WAT. Yeah. Um, that's how I was. I was sitting around, probably on the internet or uh, watching television, and I saw the backstory um, about you know your addiction, and obviously now you, you know to recovery, mm-hmm. and then becoming a personal trainer, starting this business. Um, you know, so when when we were we had previously spoken and we tried to get it a couple weeks ago and then um, I think we initially had you scheduled for next week um, and of course you know the way things work out um, you know as we start kind of 2020 a new fresh year this is a new business for you yeah um, obviously recovery is an ongoing process for you yeah. um, and so Tell us a little bit, a little bit about the background for you know maybe some people that don't know what's going, what what you've been through and where you're at now and all that good stuff. Yeah, um, you know, it, for me, my background, I did, I got, you know, I made choices, you know, especially starting out in high school, um, just trying to fit in, trying to be cool. My older brother was a senior at the time; we were three years apart, um, and we both played on the same lacrosse team. So, you know, you got that senior hazing going on, things like that. But, um, yeah, I made some choices to, you know, get into drugs and things like that. And it's all fun and games until, you know, um, I can't stop, um, you know. And that led to a lot of opportunities that I threw away, like, you know, going to LMU. And, and that was a goal I had. I, I wanted to play, I always wanted to play college ball, whether it was, you know, football or lacrosse or anything like that, and um, I did it, you know, I got there, and yeah. uh, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do it, um, I chose to do, you know, what I was doing, doing yeah. drugs and things like that, and, um, but my whole life, you know, playing sports, I've always loved training, I told myself, even when I was little, no matter what, like my, I'm gonna follow my dream, whether it be playing a sport or being involved in the training aspect of it, um, and that's kind of where, you know, the the training vision for me stems. Um, it's it's something. It's a healthy outlet for me. Um, you know, when in recovery for me, it's every day. It's something I gotta wake up and hit a reset button. Um, because for me, I take it as it's a it's a life or death situation. You know, my brother. Um, yeah, that, that's what happened to him. He mm-hmm. passed away from it, and uh, I wasn't going to let, you know, I wasn't going to be just another statistic. Um, so I'll do the things necessary, and any time I can help somebody, you know, I have a big heart. I love to help people, um, and training gives me that outlet to, to get outside of myself and help people, you know, reach the goals that they want to get because, you know, I never, you never know what somebody's going through, whether it be... Um, addiction, whether it be, you know, you lost somebody or you're, or maybe you just, you know, you're overeating or anything, you know, right. you're getting bullied for your weight, it doesn't matter. There's all things out there that people deal with, you just never know. Um, yeah, obviously. I mean, on, yeah, on a number of different uh, fronts, obviously. I mean, you know, I think, 
And I'm not going to, I don't want to necessarily compare it. I mean, everybody does go through, you know, difficult times and struggles. And it's like, you know, sometimes, you know, and I might just have a shitty day and, you know, or wake up and not feel good. Um, but, I, you know, I have like my, like Ethan and my, and our buddy Jonesy, it's like, you know, our little rat pack each morning. And it's like, you know, um, and it, you know, makes it easier to, I mean, you know, and, and you obviously you're a personal trainer, you're a certified personal trainer. So you, you work with people every day, all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, trying to, you know, it, it makes it, I might have a crappy day or he might, Ethan might have a crappy day and it's like, you know, it makes it a little bit easier to, you know, get or get out, you know, get out of bed and get out the door to meet, you know, my group of buddies, you know, to go for a run and, you know, you might have a client that has, you know, has a crappy day, but it's like, they know, well, I'm going to, you know, I got to work out with Gabe today. Like if I bail on him, he's going to be, one, one, you might be pissed as a personal <laughs> trainer, like, you know, I need Come to on. get your ass in shape, you know? And so, um, but obviously I, I think it kind of, the, the two kind of go hand mm-hmm. in hand, you know, it's like, you're the trainer and you're there to support them and, you know, they're, you know, they want to, it's like a very symbiotic thing, you know, yeah. so I, that's the way I see it. It I is, think. no, it is because, you know, there's days like, yeah, and every day's not going to be butterflies and rainbows, it's just not. You know, there's days I wake up, I don't even want to get out of bed. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, it's just, <laughs> that's how it is. Some days just suck, you know, and a big part of it is what, you know, the clients and the and the people, that's what keeps me, that helps me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think more than it helps them. And like you said, for example, you guys have your group that runs. I mean, you know, it's important to have that circle of friends where you do the healthy things and think I mean you know what I mean? It's like you're running, you get outside yourself, you talk to your friends. It's important to have that network and building that and yeah, absolutely, that ties in to each other so much, you know, from the trainer client perspective and and for me I take a lot of things, whether it be, you know, running and you you know, you have to train for those things. Like we were talking earlier training for a marathon or things like that, you know, that kind of discipline that it takes, for me, I think it carries out into your everyday life. Um, okay. It's just something that that I like to take that approach with. So, that's a, I mean, obviously that's a, that's a really powerful, you know, story about your, your addiction and recovery. Do you, like, use that in your, like, motivation for your, for your athletes or your clients? Or do you kind of try to keep that that world separated from your uh, training world? Um, for me, well, personally, like, I'm an open person. So somebody, you know, whether you could, because when you have clients, you end up getting to know them. You know, you end up, you're, you're there training with them and, you know, you be friendly. And, and at the end of the day, you know, I'm trying to motivate them if they do, you know, have those days where they don't want to come in and things like that. Um, and, and, you know, it is my story. Um, for me, I take it as, you know, everything happens for a reason. I went through what I went through so I can pass my experience on to others. I mean, um, whether it be, you know, yeah, a loss of somebody or, or whatever it is, um, I've just, I've been through a lot. You know, I understand the, the depression and, and all those things that go along with it. Um, and being able to relate, and I kind of take that 
and try and recycle that pain into something positive, um, something that can motivate other people to say, yeah, you know, I'm having a bad day, but, you know, I'm going to go in there and, and, and mm-hmm. get better. Um, so I, I kind of take that approach with it, with my story. Yeah, and that, and that, going back to the, what you guys were both saying with the, with the bad, with the bad day and having someone, you know, accountability, you know, I think we've had, you know, Patrick's a coach, you're a trainer, I don't coach any people, but I kind of advise, you know, help people out, yeah. um, and we know we've had other coaches on, on, on personal trainers on the couch here, and I think that's one thing that, you know, maybe people who just go out and work out the, work out at the gym by themselves don't realize is that having that accountability, whether, whether it's just a workout partner or a coach or a trainer, someone who you can just, you know, even if, you know, they're not giving you any new information that you didn't already know, but just someone who can hold you accountable um, makes it a lot easier just, you know, to get out and get out of bed and, you know, go do your run when it's 37 degrees and raining. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever, you know, I, I would, I would not be, I would not be getting up and running at, at 5.30 in the morning tomorrow in the, in the cold rain if I didn't know if, that Patrick and Jones were going to be out there. You know? Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm already dreading it, actually, now that, you, now that we've harped on it for a minute or two. Um, you know, Gabe, I wanted to, I guess, well, for one, Apogee. So the, high, the highest point in development of something, okay? So uh, then it's, that's the name of your... Your your company that you know you recently what well, you so you started in 2019 like mm-hmm. beginning middle oh, week was, ago uh, no it was like <laughs> October 2019 wow got got it registered in LLC and all that all that good wow. stuff yeah all that fun stuff and so um, yeah so uh, again you can find them on aftfit.com and so you. You're, I mean, you're flying solo. It's you. It's your company. Or are you just yourself, just personal trainer, or do you have other personal trainers and coaches with you? Uh, I think you had mentioned you're not in a studio, so you're kind of you're a, you're wherever you need to be. You're on and you're on the interweb. Yeah. So tell us a little about how you operate your business. Okay. Uh, yeah. So <clears throat> my I operate online um, mainly. That's where I'm at. Um, just because I noticed a lot, I'd done the corporate training, and I'd seen like you know, first of all, you got to sign a contract. You got you, if you cancel, if you can't show up, if life happens, right. you're getting charged. You're losing the session. Um, it's super expensive for like 30 minute sessions. And I figured, you know, there's got to be a way that I can help people without having all of this, you know, the high cost and all all mm-hmm. those all those things that come with it. So I developed, um, mainly it's like a toning and a, and a weight loss program um, that I did with instructional videos that are going to teach you like form and technique. It's almost like having a portable trainer. You can take it in there, each mm-hmm. video for each day, you can go along with it. Um, and it comes with like a package, has like a whole meal guide that I made a spreadsheet with wow. every okay. serving of food, wow. every caloric value down to the grams of protein, fats, and carbs. Um, there's a template on there to follow every single day, so it doesn't matter if you're like you're a vegan or however you eat, you can pick and choose. Um, because Jeez. if I had a diet, you know, if I was going on a diet right and I didn't like the food 
on it. Well, I'm, chances of me following are not right. very likely, you know. So that gives you the ability to pick and choose to what fits for you. Um, and there's a formula on there as well that, you know, hits your target calories for the goal that you want to weigh. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one-time purchase is a lot of the online training. Of they want you to pay monthly. They want right. They want you to keep paying all this other stuff. Um, I just don't think it's fair for your health to cost that much. Um, it's super important, you know. You don't have to go to the doctor as much. And think there's all kinds of benefits to fitness, running, whatever it is. Um, we're meant to move. But I'll send you like a week, weekly newsletter in the in your email, um, learning stuff, whatever it is, you know, if it's stretching, um, how to release myofascia with foam rolling, anything that has to do with fitness, a healthy lifestyle, um, you know, that'll be sent straight to the email and things like that. I send you promo codes for future products that come out, so you kind of get some benefits from it, and you just pay, you know, you bought one time, and the program's yours for forever. I understand life happens. Um, you may not be able to follow through, so you're like, okay, I'll get back to it. Right. You know, whenever. Um, and I do, I do... Um, one-on-one training right now I do um, I go to houses okay and train clients um, you know a lot of that starts with like uh, resistant band stuff a lot of workouts you can do in your home um, there are so many and it's actually te- it's, it's teaching me by going to people's homes and figuring yeah. out new things to do um, I mean you have to be creative obviously <laughs> and, and I mean I know I've and sometimes if I if I manage to get here early enough in the morning uh, I know Ethan does some different things on TRX, and and I know I, I personally like five days a week. That's my go-to, you know, form of exercise. I do a couple of TRX. I wouldn't call it beach bod workouts because <laughs> uh, I sure as hell don't have a beach bod. But it's just kind of like stuff like um, range of motion, just like flexibility things, just to kind of try to keep me limber as uh, as I approach my 40th birthday. And so. Um, I don't know, I might have to hit you up in 2020 because I, I do feel like sometimes, uh, and again, Ethan can, you know, chime in, so I think sometimes runners neglect, uh, you know, they, they think, oh, I can't d- do a lot of weight, and then there, we have some friends and acquaintances that th- throw up a ton of weight, and, and so obviously, um, you know, everybody's different, of course, and yeah. so... I remember when I was a, quote, competitive, you know, runner, mm-hmm. I mean, I did a lot of heavy lifting, and now I don't do any of it. I don't, you know, the only thing I lift is 12-ounce PBRs most of the time, <laughs> and so I probably need to lift more, um, but, you know, when you find yourself, and, and whether you're working with athletes, runners, you're working with people, and so uh, what, what sorts of, um, I don't want to go fitness trends, because that sounds very uh, fancy, but like, what sort of things do you rely on when you're working with clients? Like as far as equipment? As for, well, equipment and maybe like, you know, I mean, obviously it's going to be tailored to who you're working oh, with, yeah. but are, are, you know, are there some things that you, uh, I mean, like a, like we said, you have to be creative and inventive when you're at someone's house and yeah. maybe they have limitations as to what equipment they have to use yeah and so do you travel with stuff like do you have an, a, a, an assortment of stuff in the in the trunk yeah um i actually i've got the resistant bands so the ones that you know just the handles are right yeah. ones for upper body the lower one the lower extremity resistant bands for legs um i've got medicine balls uh dumbbells 
I've got, um, you know, an easy bar, the little, you know, curve. Oh, bar, yeah, 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 yeah. Free weights. Um, and then I've got a jump rope. And a lot of things I do in homes is like, you know, for example, I had a lady, you know, she's like, oh, first I ask them, like, you know, or, or, have you had any injuries in the past? You know, all the typical things right. about, you know, their background of fitness. Well, I start her off with just resistant bands. Um, a lot of it's like a circuit training um, okay. regimen, but everything, you know, whether it's like having a dumbbell in your hand and if you have a chair in the kitchen, you know, like doing sit-downs and stand-ups, like kind of like a squat on the, okay. um, you know, stuff like that, or like a, a bench dip you can use on the stairs. Um, you can tie a resistant band around the staircase, if, things like that. Um, those are mainly the main stuff you can implement. And when you have a dumbbell, you can really do all kinds of, of different movements. Um, that's actually kind of cool <laughs> when, when, you know, because I'll be at my house, and, and that's the thing. I'll If I I practice, I have to practice when I preach. So if I find something out, I'm going to do it for a few weeks, and, and whatever I feel like if it works, okay. If not, it's yeah. to the side. <laughs> You're your own uh, crash test. <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. I think, and again, I'm... I'm definitely not trying to speak for Ethan. He advises people, um, and obviously he he's run some pretty quick marathons himself. But it's like I think, and myself, you know, I coach high school kids and and then some adults as well. Like I think we would agree, like the the workouts that we would prescribe people, a workout that you and I have probably oh, done ourselves. Absolutely, yeah. That's I think the best the best way is like you're you know something that you know works because. It works. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've tried it, and this is it. It happens. You know, you can you can adjust. You know, for for different levels, yeah. but the basic you know the ideas uh, are are the same. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Ethan's run two nineteen for the marathon. He doesn't prescribe people to do the workouts that the, at the paces and the efforts that he's done them at. Um, you know, and I don't prescribe high school kids to you know do things that are that are not you know, at their level, and so, but, you know, something that you do for yourself, fitness-wise, training-wise, mm-hmm. um, obviously, you tailor it to the oh, client yeah. that you're working with, of course. Yeah, 100%. You know. I yeah. Mean, it's all, you know, it's like, mainly people just want to be functional. Right. You know, like, if it's an athlete, yeah, of course, okay, well, that's going to be a totally different you know, avenue we're going down, but, you know, as far as just an everyday person wanting to maintain, stay in shape, and just be functional, you know, that's, you got to stick to the basics and, and injury prevention and, and technique things. So. Right. I think from a, from a personal standpoint, you know, when I was, you know, training, obviously I, 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 I did more things that were geared towards the performance side of it, and now, I mean, I, you know, like we said, we're going to go down to the Keys here in May and 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 rip a hundred mile relay race, and so that that'll be fun. Um, but I think na- the things I do now are just um, you know to to try to keep some flexibility and range of motion, and just so I can get my ass out of bed and get out the door and meet this crew in the morning, so I'm not too hobbled. Um, you know, I would think. You know, and, and like you said, it's like, um, 
not not everybody needs a personal trainer. Some people do. You know, if if you know if you walk up and down, you know, I don't know, you go to the mall. Ninety-nine percent of people need some kind of trainer or some someone in their life to help them uh, make better choices. And so, um, you know, obviously people need to move. Like, um, you know, people that sit on the couch. I mean. We're sitting on a couch here at the Bliss Home Corner at Troopers <laughs> Library, and it's very comfortable, as you commented when you first got here. But people need to move, yeah. Uh, and they don't need to run ten miles a day, but they need to be get up and be doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I guess to kind of wrap up just a little bit, like you're there through, you know, each step of the process, obviously. Oh okay. yeah, whether whether you just do the online thing and buy the program. I'm I'm there for you know ask questions you know I want to be involved through your process I want to hear what what you have to say I'd rather the newsletters be based on what people want to learn cool. rather than me just thinking oh well, I think they want to know this I want you know I want them to be a part of a part of it um, it's important hmm. so you actually listen to what your clients are saying and and, and <laughs> yeah. which that you know I, I would imagine half the you know as a coach myself it's you know. What what might be written down on, you know, the the, the sheet for that day uh, is only as good as I think the communication that you have with, you know, the client, athlete, whoever it might be. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, I don't know, it, it's you know there's there's interesting concepts and so I think you know sometimes the you know the corporate the big box. Um, training methodology yeah. is uh, one approach, and for some people it works. And and so I think um, you know you have a um, obviously a unique background, and I think that probably um, whether it um, directly uh, resonates with clients, I think you know. They probably see like, well, hell, if Gabe can, you know, get his ass out, to get get his ass up out of bed and and train, then you know, then I then I should probably do the same thing. And yeah. so, um, I know when I'm coaching, especially high school kids, I'm like, well, if I did it, like y'all should be able to do it, like you yeah. know. And I'm old, and <laughs> and and sometimes I resemble a cripple, but uh, I still I still do it, and you know, I have these guys to. You know Ethan and you know and our other buddy Andy to to thank for that and so um, so again you're at is is the best way to get in touch with you Gabe is on the internet yeah yeah you yeah. online or you know so at it's aftfit.com yeah um you got an email address that we could uh, yeah, yeah on there yeah okay uh, I mean, contact yeah holler it out yeah it's uh, apogee fittraining at gmail.com okay and on our website you can scroll down and find our Facebook and our Instagram um, posting trying to teach from there as well yeah we'll definitely uh, we'll get the links posted tomorrow yep. uh, and obviously tag you in it um, we appreciate you know we, you were scheduled for the ninth, and so um, glad we could bring you out on this rainy <laughs> hey. rainy Thursday night uh, Tennessee football is up three uh, ain't looking too good against IU and so 
uh, your mom and dad might be pretty happy to we'll see. the game. It's a, long, it's, a long, it's a long game. It is a long game, and it's early, and so um, we are going to wrap up. Um, I don't like having my notes. I don't like being on a computer. Um, so, yeah, we're hanging out. It's, what did I say, January, January 2nd, uh, Season 2, Episode 1, Bliss Home Corner at Trooper's Library. Um, we're two days into the new year. I haven't read Jack Squat. And so, obviously, of course you did. Well, I was on vacation. You were on vacation. I had plenty of time to read. Yeah. <laughs> in between, uh, you know, uh, a win down in the Keys, Joel Cohen, How to Lose a Marathon. Yeah. So, it's obviously, the name, the name is uh, somewhat farcical. Uh, how to lose a marathon because right. as he as he says you know in every marathon there's one winner and everyone else is a loser <laughs> and uh, he's 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 I've read some I've read some quote unquote funny running books that are really not funny at all um, and this one it's it's pretty funny he's a he's a writer for I think SNL and The Simpsons yep. and some you know some some shows that people would know um, and it's based around the twenty so, so the funny thing is it's based around the twenty thirteen New York City Marathon right. Which I talked about way back on I forget which episode when I talked about the book Two Hours about Joffrey Mutai, who won that year. Oh so yeah, was, that's so right. So he was the winner of this race, <laughs> and Joel Cohen was the loser. He said he ended up like I forgot what the number was. It was like twenty four thousand eight hundred and fifty seventh place or something. And, and so he knows if he knows anything, it's how to lose a marathon. Um, and so it's basic, it's it's funny. It's it's 26 different chapters, short chapters. It's a quick book, but, but it, I think it actually is could be a useful book because although it's funny and he has funny illustrations and and he makes a bunch of jokes, uh, he wrote it because he didn't find he couldn't find a book that was basically like you could run a marathon. It was it was it, okay. as far as he could find. All the books were more like serious training, like. He's, this is the training plan, oh, and right. he was basically just like, you know, it doesn't. The training plan, you can go find a training plan, but this is basically showing that if I can run a marathon, you can run a marathon. Well, you, you need to write that book then. <laughs> well, he already wrote it. Well, I'm he saying that it. you need to write the the book about, you know, the the, the not specific thing, right. like just kind of like a general. Um, um, you know, that's in the cards maybe once. Uh, I don't know. Maybe in 2021 you'll write maybe, that book. Once I, the PhD I, once, gets. Yeah, once I get all that free time. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, once uh, you start vacationing so, down in the Keys and, you know. So it was a funny book. I got, I got kind of annoyed in the very last, next to last chapter or something. He had, a, he had a, a few paragraphs about how even though he ran slow, he still considers himself a marathoner, even though fast runners don't consider him a marathoner. And that... that annoyed me because it's 100% not true right and it's a it's a it's a something that you hear from other people who think that fast people think that way when they don't yeah and it's it's and it wasn't he wasn't trying to be he was this wasn't one of the funny parts it was like basically him saying that even though other faster people don't think of him as a marathoner he is yeah I've never really understood that and I mean the, the truth of the matter is like generally what I found is the faster the runner is the more likable, aside from you know a few a few people who just kind of yeah. have maybe personality disorders or something. Um, you know, Meb Meb Kofleski is probably like one of the nicest people you ever meet. Yeah, and one of the most accomplished marathoners. And For if sure. You, if you came up and and you ran a PR and ran a 4:30 marathon or marathon, he would be pumped for you. 
Yeah, he'd be, I, I, he'd yeah. be super excited about it. I've and never so, understood that concept. You know, it's like, uh, you know, a runner is a runner is yeah. a, you know, a football player is a football player. Yeah. Like I watched this right. documentary today, like with Nick Saban and uh, and and Bill Belichick. It's like, you know, a pee wee football player. He might not be in the NFL, but he's still yeah. learning the concepts and 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 the things that he you know he or she needs to do to. to be good at the game of football, and it's like if you're training to run a marathon and you complete the marathon, whether it takes you, you know, two hours or if it takes you four hours, yeah. like you're still a you're still a marathoner, you're still a runner. Um, so let me just put this out there: no one's judging you <laughs> if you run slow. You yes, know, you've heard it here first. Ethan, Mr. Ethan Coffee <laughs> uh, has said it, and so it's because everyone, yes. everyone is slow compared to someone else. Right. You know, put me next to Joff, <laughs> Joffrey Lutai, and I look like a you know a walker. So <laughs> it's you know everyone unless unless you happen to be Kipchoge or Mutai or something, then there's yeah. someone faster than you, and you know we're all in this together, and you know we're all on the same team. So, so I yeah I couldn't but anymore. That being said, it's still a good book. It was still fun to read. Yeah. And uh, he he made some funny anecdotes and jokes and stuff. So that'll be cool. Uh, we don't have it on display, uh, but it is in the library, correct? Yeah. Okay. And so yeah, you can come down. Uh, you know, take out the book from Trooper's Library. Um, the vault is still up. Uh, maybe six nothing now. And the remind me again. Three dollar beers. Although we're probably leaving here shortly after uh, we wrap things up with Gabe. Uh, Three dollar beers on. What's the locale beer again? Uh, the slightly mighty. Slightly, slightly mighty is three bucks. Uh, and on Tuesday we're bringing back our nightly run. Starts at six o'clock. Next week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, right Tuesday, on. Tuesday night we get a free beer for finishing your run. Hell yeah. And then we'll do dollar off over at Albright. Wow, that's fantastic. So, yeah. Well, I have Tuesday plans now. All right. Uh, can't wait. And so, uh, again, Gabe, thanks so much for coming, man. Yeah, um, it was good to have you here. Again, one last time, uh, AFTFit.com, uh, Apogee Fitness and Training. Gabriel loves. Um, check it out. Uh, and we're done with Season 2, Episode 1. Here we go. And so we'll, uh, we'll see you all next week.